Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to do a preview of the season 37 returning men and women, which is pretty much everyone that was on. Uh, someone mentioned before we've gone. It's pretty much everyone on Total Madness, except if you replace uh, Amanda the wrong with name. Darrell. Who, who it's is double it? agents, not total madness. It's double agents, not total madness. Uh, but it's all, that's how that, that's how memorable these seasons are. So real quick, <laughs> but it's it's we, also um. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into this, this episode, since we're terrible at doing this, we're going to get better at doing this. This episode is brought to you by uh, our Patreon members. Three of them that we wanted to give a shout out: uh, Gregory mm-hmm. Jones, Melanie Jacobson, Lindsay Shook, potentially. Uh, thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've really been help, able to help grow the show uh, since we started the Patreon. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can go to thechallengechronicles.com. That'll redirect you to our Patreon page. And it costs $4 uh, for all the additional content. Um, pretty easy to set up. You get access to the Discord, which people really seem to like. I enjoy it. I didn't think I would enjoy it. We're in there. I enjoy um, it when it allows me to go on. Yeah, is let's not get into a, a tirade on Rob's technology problems tonight. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about. So, uh, we'll talk about that later. Rob, go ahead with what you were going to say. I was just going to say it's not that everybody from Double Agents is on, except the only brought people from Double Agents plus Amanda. Correct. Yes, because yeah, like so the, and Cam were huge players. They aren't on. Correct. The the the, the people that have returned from double agents or the, the people that are returning cast members for season 37 were all on uh double agents except for amanda right that's yep. the correct was that a conscientious decision by them you think i mean obviously to some degree but no it's like did they intend was. for that to happen no I just don't think they could get certain people. Wes said he wasn't going to do the season. Banana said he wasn't going to do the season. Um, and a lot of the women that were on previous seasons have vowed not to do the show anymore for one reason or the other. And a couple of them are pregnant. So I think this is what they could get. So I think that that just makes me think about All-Stars even more. So you know how we last time we were talking about All-Stars and about how... Uh, how crazy it would be to have Laurel and Julie on the same season. So Rob, I want you to think about this. How crazy, like, I think they just need to start having all the people that are on the, the regular show. They just need to start having them be on All-Stars too. So how crazy would it be to have Nelson and Julie on the same season? I mean, I was <laughs> a proponent of having Nelson Julie? be the one representative from like the modern era that was on uh, All-Star. So I, I'm very how about... How crazy would Nelson that be, You know what I think they should do? They're doing the other spinoff show, Champs Versus, and we don't know who they're versing yet. Well, we don't I know if it's Champs Versus, do we? I, we don't know that for sure. They said it's okay. like Champs Versus. My hope yeah. is, is that it will be All-Stars versus New School, something like that. Oh where it's just mash up the two eras. They go head to head for three weeks. And then, you know, we just have some fun. Like that would be awesome. Like one team is like Corey, Nelson, Amanda, uh, Smashly, Zach, people like that. And the other team is like Julie, Mark Long, like just go nuts with it. I That would be fun. I don't see them doing that. I think they're going to use it as a way to demo out new people. Or to just bring in new eyes. Either, I don't either know, new man. Cast members or new audience, and that doesn't do that. 
I heard some amazing streaming numbers for all stars and I can't say what they were because they're internal numbers or I'd get in trouble. But let's just say that all stars was so successful that they were like, we should do more shows with the older cast members. And that's so, what and might I, happen. Someone, someone mentioned this in discord. Uh, I think it was MPH. MPH mentioned this, I think around the, the end of all stars uh, that we should do this. And I agree. We should start recur- recur- referring to all stars as the main show from now on, because it, at this point, like, I think it is like, it kind of is like, I don't like it. It is it, in no way. I, I'm not excited for season 37. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not excited at all. Oh, I'm excited I'm, for it. I, I'm stoked for all stars too. Like, especially mm-hmm. like, as we start to see the names roll in, like the potential for some big heavy hitters based off of how fun the first all stars was like, I'm ready for this. And you know that those people had to have watched All Stars 1 and were like, oh, we know what we got to bring to the table this time. Like, they're just going to ratchet up the gameplay. Like, it's going to be really fun. Like, I, I, I am, I'm not like Devin here. I am looking forward to season 37 because any challenge content is, you know, great for me. Like, I, I'll watch it even if it's a bad season. Um, but I am less excited about it than I am for All Stars 2. Like, if you had to say, if you could only watch All Stars 2 or Season 37, I'm watching All Stars 2, and it's not even a close matchup there. I say we spend, we, we'll do it at the end of the episode, but we'll spend five minutes at the end of the episode talking about the changes for the speculated All Star 2's cast. How about that? Is there that many changes? They've There's added a couple, a couple yeah. people. They've, they've oh, strengthened more. a couple people from one. the list. Yeah. All right. Do, yeah. Let's All just right, cool. it. Let's just do it now. Or no? What do you want to? What do you guys? You choose. Let, let, let's you pull choose. through the season thirty-seven. The topic of the show is season thirty-seven. Yeah, the season of the show is season let's thirty-seven. We can't that. Just thirty minutes into it. Yeah, I'm with him. Right. So let's just get this going. All right. I'll read. I'll read off the names really quickly since these names will actually mean something to people. So uh, on the woman's side for season thirty-seven, we have Anissa Ferrara from Real World Chicago, Nani Gonzalez from Real World Las Vegas, two thousand eleven. Ashley Mitchell from Real World Explosion, Tori Deal from Are You the One Season Four, Amanda Garcia from Are You the One Season Three, Tula Faza Curley from Shipwrecked Battle of the Islands, Amber Borzotra from Big Brother Sixteen, and Casey Clark from Big Brother Twenty U.S. Okay, say the men. Oh, we're gonna do the men too. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's we're gonna bang this fly out. This. Banging it yeah. out. All right, so uh, on the men's side, we have Chris Tamborello from Real World Paris, Kyle Christie from Jordy Shore, Corey Wharton from Real World Explosion, Nelson Thomas from Are You the One Season 3, Devin Walker from Are You the One Season 3, Josh Martinez from Big Brother 19, Faisal Shafat from Big Brother 20, and Nam Vo from Ultimate Beastmaster. Nam Vo is not on the cast. Good Lord, we got that wrong again? Well, he he was on the show, and then the COVID quarantine happened after they started filming, and he went home because of the scheduling conflicts that occurred. All right. Apparently, I should be using Trace as my primary source for these instead of other people. So I apologize. Yeah. Nam will not be on the show. So who who is on there instead of him? Uh, They added a rookie male. It was one of the rookies we talked about. I think it was Tommy that was the replacement. Really? No. They needed a U.S. Let's male, go, and he was there. No, the Nam's not U.S. Nam's German. Oh, it was some. It was yeah. They replaced him with somebody the, the from Dutch, a rookie. Whatever he was, it was a rookie. They replaced him with. That's all we need. <laughs> all right. Wow. Well, um, I guess we can just start off the top. We can start with a uh, fan favorite, Anissa. Um, 
Let's do let, let, for for all of these. Let's do like a scale of like one to ten on how excited we are to see these people, this person back. Or one to one to five, one to five, or one to one ten. To this five. is going to be very mean spirited from your end. Um, one to five. All right. If we're giving one Anissa, to five, one to I five. Her... three is average. Two. Anissa is a two. Two. It's hard with Anissa because I think in a vacuum, I'm not that excited to see her, but I do think she brings an important element to the show. The excitement for wanting to see her is different from what she brings to the show. Okay, like that's the way I separate it. Anissa is good for the show. Am I excited to see her again? Not really, because she's been on every season, including All Stars. It's like I kind of need a break, but she's back. So the thing good is, for her, I feel so for Anissa. Like a lot of the reason, like sometimes you hear people say the reason that she's on the show is because she's good at confessionals and she can push the narrative along. I think what we learned from All Stars at least for like when it comes to like a lot of the people, older people that have been on the show in the past, it doesn't really matter. Like all those people are still pretty good at that. Oh, I that think it matters. There was, there's plenty of people so still getting a I ton can, on I all can, stars. I mean, Jamie, they just had disagree. a lot more options for that. Completely disagree. Like, I think that there were plenty of people there that could handle it and they didn't necessarily need those people. I think it made sense why they had those people because they didn't know how it was going to play out. But I think like people like Hasella, people like tech, um, a lot of people were able to just help push the narrative on their own. Yeah, but like a lot of Kendall's content, for example, is coming from her interactions with Mark and with Derek. Like that's a lot of that's being set up. Yeah, so it works. Or, or even Nehemiah with Jamie. Like I like I think that there's there yeah. a lot. If they're just, do, especially if they're being good at what they're doing, you shouldn't even notice that they're doing it. So to say that like we don't for sure what facilitating the show if they're if they're acting more of a producer role just helping to set up storylines in the background you shouldn't notice all the time that they're doing it i don't think i'm noticing it like i think they're just involved that's in the what show. i'm like, saying you think... shouldn't be noticing it if they're good at it yeah i know that's what i'm saying and they have plenty of those people like i don't think that they're like a, a shortcoming of those people that we have to see anisa like every single season well at the main show they're at a shortcoming of those people yeah this yeah, season the main i understand the main screwed. They, they're at a very much a shortcoming of those people she needed to be on this season because of the amount of rookies and language barriers that will occur. Like most of these people will speak English, but how good their English is, if they have a thick accent, like there's a lot of problems you have to work through on that. So Anissa is here because she's, a. I mean, basically if you go on Anissa's LinkedIn, it says she's a contractor for Beanham and Murray. So, like, you know, I'm not shocking. At this at this point, Rob, like I think they're so like hard up for people to go on the show that they probably had a conversation about whether to have you on. Um, next season. So, like, I, I think that's the reality of the situation. Man, we're we're in real time. If that's the case, as we have learned, Rob, I think you should put a sizzle reel together of yourself from the podcast and send it to the Beanham and Murray casting. I'll person. have a sizzle reel co- interspersed with pictures of me shirtless at the beach, and then we'll we'll see if that gets me out. Um, yeah, I feel like with Anissa, it's kind of like when your team drafts like a franchise left tackle, like in the middle of the first round. Like they're not no. going to put up any Madden stats, but they they're important to what's going on. No, like it, it was. It's, not, it's like drafting like a franchise long snapper. That's that's what I was about to say. Is like that's like drafting a punter in the first round. You know, like, way I don't too know. Much I think she's more, like. I mean, they're they're using her for the podcast and stuff. Like, they're you know, she's on the after shows all the time. She's yeah. like she's it has she's a role heavily, in the facilitation of the show. She's heavily involved, and so I totally right, get already, it. We've already spent too much time on Anissa. Maybe not we're, franchise we're gonna, left tackle then. Maybe maybe like an all, all pro level left tackle. Like a, like a, just, like a good she's one. She's a good fullback. She's a great fullback. I just need her to get two yards once a game. Just two yards once a game. That's it. We've already spent too much time on Anissa. All right. Next up, Nani Gonzalez. Uh, uh, three. 
yeah, it's like a three. Um, I actually think she could be kind of okay here. I think the thing with this cast, there isn't really that many standouts physically. Like, on the female side, like, there's a bunch of people who I think will be good. But I don't think any of these women come on with the pedigree we saw, like, even an Ninja or a Jenny. Or we think they I come on. I feel like Nani well. politically is set up to do really well here. And yeah. she's probably going to make her second. She's going to make another final. Um, and especially with the no skulls coming into play here. Like, there's a lot of these people that are just never going to see elimination, like, ever. So, yeah. this is tailor-made so think- for her to make the final. Casey is pretty much the favorite at this point, right? Yeah, I would. She's definitely the. How would, would I have to put as like the betting or the highest price? Her and Ashley will be the two highest price. Yeah, the if they're having a pair winning team, I would. No, Casey who would you have as the next highest uh, odds to win for the women? Uh, I'd have to think about it, but I think whoever it would be, there would be like a significant difference. So, yeah, I, I guess you're not wrong then. I would probably put, like, Tori and Ashley, but I think there would be a big difference between the Well. I would put Ashley above Tori at this point. Because I would I put think Ashley Tori, above Tori. Tori's Yeah, I guess I'm fine out. with that. I think Tori's what, actually what not about, a bad spot here, but I would definitely have Ashley above Tori, especially in the pricing. What about Amber B? No, she'd be, she'd be up. She wouldn't be in, like, she'd be above the middle tier, definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, she wasn't impressive at anything besides the final last year. Yeah, that's the all. thing. So do you, Amber do you think B that, is going to be in a worse spot this year than she was last year. And she's not going to get four fed stories like she was last year either. Mm-mm. Do you think that there are – There's a, so do you agree, though, that there's a, a significant difference between Casey and then the people below? I would say it goes Casey, Gap, Ashley, smaller Gap, and then Tori, whoever. And then you can no, put I Tori, think, Nani, Amanda in that same Yeah, I just think right who else you're talking about there. I think Tori and Ashley are pretty much the same. I don't think there's a big difference between them. I actually don't. I think Tori's in a, a solid position this season. She's going to need a good season because she, she's had two rough goes in these past two seasons. MTV clearly likes her, but I think she def, she needs a, a good season. And I, and I think there's a decent chance she gets it this season. All right. So let's talk about... We pretty much we didn't talk, we've been talking all about Nani, but yeah, I, I think she's I know, in a good that's, spot. That's it's going to be interesting to see what she does this season because she doesn't have any of her usual. I think we all talk about she. We think she'll be good politically, but there's no Johnny, there's no Laurel, there's no Leroy, there's no Cam, there's no Wes. Like her and CT don't have a very good relationship, seemingly. So I, I'm, she I'm, and Josh. I wonder where she she'll and be. Josh are good. She and Josh are Josh are good. She and Kyle love hate each other. I think she's good with Kyle. Um, she's she's going to be fine with Fessy. She's going to be fine with these people because she can float between Big Brother and the Vets. She's fine. Yeah. Uh, next, Ashley Mitchell. Um, three. I always I have guess. to give her a three or four, probably a four, just because at some point she's going to have a big fight. And she'll have a show that she she kind of like. She'll have an episode that she's a, a big factor in. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm always eager to see Smashley come out. So yeah, it'll be. I, we haven't seen her with Amanda, too, since War of the Worlds 1, basically, where they really didn't even interact that much. So I'm curious to see what will happen with them being back on the same show. Like, uh, any, cause they, I mean, anytime they've been on the show together, honestly, like, they've kind of, they've been pretty, like, good outside of War of the Worlds 1. Because, like, Invasion, they they control things pretty well. Final Reckoning, they run pretty much from the beginning. Um, so I'm curious if they'll be able to have that much leverage this season. All right. Tori Deal. She's a two. two for me. I just don't care. 
I, I like Tori, I think, more than most people do. I think she's good. I'm just not excited to see her. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, just, no, I, I think she brings like, like a, a levity to this show that a lot of other people don't. If they had see, a you should have shown, so I bet you Tori would be in like half. Prove I mean, me wrong on this. has a dynamite Prove personality, for sure. Her best season was her first one, Dirty 30. Since then, she has not lived up to the hype of what she was on Dirty 30. On Dirty 30, she did well. She made the final. And she had a bunch of storylines, good confessionals. And I feel like she's coasting off of that Dirty 30 uh, run she had. She was pretty good in War of the Worlds, too, wasn't she? I feel like on War of the Worlds too, like Polly and Theo have good seasons. Everybody else's season is incredibly overrated. Jordan was a good season. I, I disagree. Jordan, I think like Jordan, Jordan even Jordan season. only wins two wins two eliminations. Like it's not like Jordan was in there every single week, like West was on the ruins or West on. Fresh it doesn't Beach. matter to me. I think Jordan overall played the right game and he made the right move. And that's I don't know. All that I think Jordan gets very very lucky that season. Because if, if that season's like most seasons where you are alienating the about, power group in the house to that degree, you are in elimination every single week from the time you do that. Let's talk about Tori. I, 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 actually, I, could, I mentioned it before. I think she'll actually be decent this season. She's somebody who always trains very hard for the show. I think um, – I'm curious if it'll be pair eliminations or if it'll be individual eliminations again. I think sometimes in eliminations she's not the best at like pattern recognition or finding the best way to do something. We saw that this past season or the season before with her elimination losses. I think she's someone who has a lot of physical talent. It's just finding the right way to use it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last two eliminations that she lost were pretty much just like brute strength things, right? So one was like she couldn't get the bin to tip over in last season. And then the season before that was the elimination first Jenna, where she pretty much just had to like, you had to like carry the, uh, the wheelbarrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I... Mean, it's hard to say because we couldn't see what was going on with Wheelbarrow, but she seemed close, and it seemed like her main issues were actually just hammering the things, the yeah. wooden. And I don't yeah. think it was an issue of strength with the bin last season. I think it was an issue of technique. I don't think she had the right approach to it at all. She, like, dragged yeah. up line and then tried to push it after it came down. She didn't use any momentum. So yeah. I don't think that's a strength issue. I think and it's an understanding of how to use your strength issue. Let's also not forget that in World of the Worlds 2 in the final, she didn't finish the puzzle in time to make it to the final leg either. So four other people beat her in the puzzle from her own team. Yeah, puzzles are a problem. So that's why I say, like, I feel like she's never done anything that is, like, super impressive since Dirty 30. Like, she's a good cast member, and I think she adds something to the show, but, like, I don't exactly expect her to do well and win by her recent track record. All right. Amanda Garcia? Five. All in. I'm pretty all in, too. One. That's a terrible take. Why? Yeah, I don't need to see I'm her. I don't, need, I don't ever. I don't ever need to see her on TV ever again. Oh, <laughs> you're I think going to ever TV. again. No, I, I think she brings like, a very different element to the show. I'm she just so brings it. conflict everywhere she goes. She, she's and conflict. People... She's a tactician. She'll be mixing it up with different people. She'll be having relationships with people like social. Not she'll have some. Not, not in real but, life. She's had a kid and stuff now. So she's, I, I meant relationships in the sense of like game relationships not like physical ones but yeah uh, either way she'll like be mixing it up with people that way she'll be yelling at her partner when her partner's messing up stuff like she'll, she'll be doing stuff and i think it's in a different way so i'm, I'm happy she's back i like amanda so I'm i didn't think back. we would see her again after she i didn't had her yeah. kid. and the fact that she's back i'm like great we get to see amanda i'm all in i like I, Amanda's all in. I, was, I was really surprised by uh her being on this cast um 
I don't know. I mean, and it's, I guess it's really interesting that she is the only, only one uh, for the returning people that wasn't on Double Agents. All right. Uh, big T. Three. Um, Two. It's hard to say with Casey. Has- I liked her story a lot last season. I just don't know if she'll be able to do it again. She's entertaining, and you need yeah. those people on the show. And she brings a certain levity, which the show has not had a whole lot of levity in the last couple seasons. I mean, she, she did crack out. me up multiple times last season, I have to say. Yeah, I, I know, and that's why I'm saying, there. like, I even though she is not a threat for the final, really, she's not really a threat in a lot of competitions unless she has the right partner. Because um, she and CT did well for when they were together. So, like, she has the ability to meet her partner, but she's not a threat to win, but she's really entertaining. So I'm, she brings, like I said, levity and the show needs levity considering how just serious it has felt the last couple seasons. All right. Casey Clark. I'll say three. Same three. I, I think I'm a little bit lower on that than you guys. I don't think she brings much to the show. Like she's a decent, she's a good competitor, but I don't even think her of her as like, there's some people I find really entertaining to watch competitively. Like Laurel, I think, is super entertaining to watch competitively. Somebody like a Nelson or a Derek, somebody that's really showing a lot of effort like that, or somebody that finds different ways to do things. I think she's just like chalky, good competitor, though. Like, I don't find her that mm-hmm. entertaining to watch do stuff. I agree. The, the thing of it is, though, is if she's not on this season, the best women on this cast are Ashley and Tori. And Ashley's gone home early the last two seasons, and so is Tori. Those are the best women on this cast. Ashley the thing went is with that, though, Devin, like, but like if, so Kate, let's say Casey comes on, and you're right that she's by far the best competitor. Why is that more entertaining to watch than actually you know, more of an open competition at that point? Someone good just needs to be on here because she's good politically and she's good physically. She's going to be yeah. in charge of the game uh, politically. Uh, I, I, I wonder if she'll get targeted. I, I think that there might be some backlash to the CBS. I, I think there has to be at least some level of backlash to the CBS. We so. saw uh, not trust the survivor people were last season, and there's not as many big part of this big brother people this season as there, there were um, last season in terms of how connected they were to that group. I think honestly, might what might kind of happen is you might see a lot of these people who haven't been as close in seasons past kind of group together because the returning players are going to be outnumbered by a decent mark. Uh, amount over the the new people because how many more new people are there than returning people like a fair amount right there's a fair amount but the new people aren't gonna have any connection at all for the most part and i know that's what i mean but they're also not going to be attached to a veteran's partner anyway so i don't think it's going to be like returners versus new people i don't think that's a functional Mm, dynamic i forgot that that's the way that this is split up this season it's american and Um, international so it's not always going to be New person paired with returning person, but such I mean a, the way it's going to play out is just most of these pairs are going to have be pro- probably one rookie and one veteran to start. Why did they decide on that theme? Americans. Well, I, I don't see why you're so opposed to it. I just think something a little bit different. I don't mind it. I mean, it works for War of the Worlds one, so I'm willing to give it a shot. That's the thing is I'm always willing to give. I, the I, I a really shot. think it has some level of potential, just because like a, a big thing for me and what I've liked about watching the show over these past seasons has been the different dynamics people bring from different shows. Like I think it's interesting to see how big other people approach the show versus Survivor versus are either one versus just traditional challenge. Because I think it's cool to see that dynamic play out. I and mean, with this one, you're gonna have so many different dynamics. So I, I think it'll be. I'm curious yeah. to see how that'll go. I actually think if if I was to put money on this right now, I think that this season is going to be better than Double Agents. Like I really do. Re- I think the without the skulls, there's going to be uh without the, without the skulls, I think that there's going to be yeah. 
Because, again, Devin, I know you, you bag on it now, but, like, you can go back and rewatch the recaps. Like, we liked most of the first couple episodes of the past season. It's once it hit, yeah. the skulls I, I, low. I, I, I hope there was something that we liked. There was. At the beginning of the season, we were like, this is really interesting. This is good. But then, as Rob was saying, when we hit the skull lull where it was just like, well, so-and-so is yeah. going to go get their skull. And then now so-and-so is going to go get their skull. It just loses all sense of drama. The yeah, fact that you're totally you basically have the exact same format minus the skulls, there's going to be a lot more political shadiness because now you have incentive to win because if you lose, you're, you might, you don't want to go into elimination. Well, there's there's also going to be like a reason to it. watch these missions. Like the past yeah. three seasons, we haven't had a reason to watch the missions really for most of them because we know who is going in on World of the Worlds 2. And Total Madness and Double Agents had the Skulls factor, so after the first couple episodes, we pretty much knew who was going to go in for those ones, too. So it's been since World of the Worlds 1, since we have any level of unpredictability with who's going in Elimination, which is a long time. All right. Next is Amber Pazotra. Pazotra. Um, I'll give her a three, just or because I, I was thinking two, but I'll give her three. I was going to say one or two. I'm curious what she'll do and as like a competitor on the show, because I really wasn't impressed with her at all outside of like her performance in the final. I just think I, I the thing is with Amanda and Ashley being back and if they stick around for a little bit, like they're deft enough political players where they're going to notice that you don't want Amber around for the final. I think and she's going to get targeted. Easy. Yeah. I don't see how she's able to just sit. Like she was, she got to go against some duds in Hall Brawl. She like, went, yes, she, she went in Hall, Hall Brawl against by far the two smallest girls in the house. Like, and it wasn't even like a great performance. She just kind of did what she needed to do to win, which is fine. But it's not like she smoked those girls, you know. Like it was not that awesome. She she reminds she, me of. How did she go into the second one again? Um, she just was the back end of the Big Brother Alliance and got put in. Oh, that's right. Because remember, she got all mad at her big brother people for not protecting her and all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they set that plot line up for episode one and were like, oh, this is going to be a real drama builder for later. Because remember, you know, in the very first episode, they have the scene where Casey and Amber B are talking and she's like, don't trust Wes, stick with us. And there was the big buildup and then that that was our uh, crescendo at the end. Yeah. So I, I find her, she reminds me a lot of like a less dynamic version of Natalie Negrodi from back in the day with just how she delivers her confessionals and how she's kind of used in the show. Like there's just a, you can tell she's from big brother. Yeah. All right. Next as we get into the men CT. I'm going to say two. I I've always got a three for CT. Um, I'm curious if he can repeat. Like, I think he has the real opportunity to repeat here because no one is going to want to go up in elimination against him. They're not going to want it all, though. They can't, but I think they're going to try to just stick him with a crappy partner. That's the way you minimize CT is to stick him with someone that's really. Do we know how the partners are going to be picked? No, no no idea. I we assume they're going to be rotating to some degree, but I also think Trace with that, like, I mean, most seasons it works out where if you want someone to go and you can just put them in. It's not like you you have to be worried about them calling you out necessarily. Like if you're the winning team, you're going to be safe and you're going to. Put CT in. We don't want him here for the final. I don't. I don't see how yeah. he's not targeted to some degree. Well, I think ah. you're going to have to be careful because of the partner switching. If he wins elimination, and let's say he grabs Casey, how does that upset the dynamic? Because now you've got the Big Brother people who don't want to put Casey and CT in because that puts their part of their alliance at risk. But then you've got CT, who's the final risk. Like 
there is the best way to handle him this season is to hope he gets stuck with a crappy I partner. I disagree with that so much. I think out. you just put him in from episode one. You you had the same thing Cam had at the start of last season and probably should have stuck with. You put him in episode one and you keep putting him in until he goes away. I think that's what you have to do. I think waiting Good. around. Leaving talented players in the game, I don't think is a good strategy. Almost any talented players that are opposed against you is a good strategy. Well, I think you have to. Okay, let me amend the statement then. I would say you have to be very strategic who you throw him in against because if you put him in against these rookie dudes, like he's going to mop the floor with these pansies that he's going up against. Like some of these dudes, you don't know what it's going to be. That was because he had a bad back and he was still out of shape. He had a bad back and was out of shape. Jay's like uh, chains like fell apart. Like the, the producers, I mean, like I'm like just saying, if you put it. someone in elimination, things happen. And you need to like, save CT for an opportunity where like a Corey comes in last, and you put CT up against Corey. You put well, CT up against Nelson. In? I don't know that for sure, but hypothetically, it's it depends. On, it could be a house vote. It could be the last place. I don't know. That would be a type of situation where you would want to put someone like him in. All right, next, Kyle Christie. Four, love Kyle. I like him. Part of the show. Three. I think I think he brings a, a good dynamic. Yeah, I, I, I'll be happy to see Kyle. I'm curious if um, do you think he builds off last season's performance? I mean, he always does seem to find a way to stick around pretty much outside of World of the Worlds too. I yeah, think I think he's so. Gonna hang yes, around. he's going to hang around he's a the, long time. He's he's the poor man's Mister Beautiful. That's like what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do He's Mr. Beautiful with tattoos and hair plugs. I, I do not agree. So with the that. poor man's Mr. Beautiful. <laughs> Man, if he pulls off a win this season, then you have to start actually coming up with something better. Because if he if he keeps losing, that's one thing. But if he actually wins, now you have to start going. Oh yeah, man! I think like all of Kenny's, but he, uh, Kyle only gets one team season. Kenny gets all of them. Rob, come on. We're not going to do this. Just work with us here. Work with us here. (laughs) Maybe you you brought up the uh, assessment of him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't – he's not a political mastermind, though. Like, he's very much in the shadows. And he's kind of bad. The poor man's Mr. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I just – like, the thing is with Kyle, like, I feel like he he like he tries to be he, he has the perception of being manipulative, but I don't think he's, he's really not, manipulative at all, which is I the agree, worst thing not. to be. Like you'd much you so much yeah. rather have people perceive you to be nice and then actually be manipulative. Like it just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. You know what's really funny though is I love how CT was able to flip that script where you can't trust Kyle and Kyle is shady. It's like you're a shady motherfucker. Like what are yeah, you doing? Like come on, the shadiest dude in the game, and then he he <laughs> just keeps putting it on other people. That's really that's really the name of the game, right? Like so the yeah. minute. Like someone starts to perceive you as being shady, that's when you just need to start throwing. You got to run with it. Under the bus is being shady. No, you, you got to say you're shady. You were going to backstab me yeah. anyway, so I had to get you first. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's what really you got to do. That's what the like, move was last season. Did you Kyle last year? Yeah, that's CG basically did that what he did. Well, you did to Kyle like four times. Twice he like backstabbed him once. Well, Kyle, and then Kyle shook his hand again, and CT stabbed him a second time. <laughs> Kyle brought that up on the reunion, right? Like about how everyone like calls him shady for like doing mm. something, and then the moment um, someone like backstabs Kyle, it's oh, it's okay because it was it was just Kyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, when- Wes has said something similar too, and Ashley. They've all kind of said Kyle that has literally not backstabbed anybody in this game since his first season. Vendettas, where he was really shady. 
Final Reckoning, he played that pretty straight with Brad. War of the Worlds 1, played it pretty straight. War of the Worlds 2, played it extremely straight, and he went home early. Total Madness, played it straight. Double Agents, played it straight. Like, he hasn't been shady since Vendettas, which was six seasons ago. Like, come on, people. (laughs) Yeah, I just think he needs to kind of uh, try to push off that moniker. I mean... He's the thing is with Kyle too. It seems like he's able to make friends in the game, but how like much his friends actually have his back if they're not Johnny or West? I was about to say if it's not Johnny or West, because Bananas had his back pretty good in uh, Total Madness. So, all right, Corey Wharton. I'm gonna say two, two, and it's only because his narrative hasn't changed. Now all he talks about is he's got kids. I, I just oh, he didn't bring up his kids like at all last season. Yeah, they did. Oh, dude. he did. What the hell? What are you no, talking about? no. I think he was as Delphi was not as much as double agents. Like, oh, you get beat over the head. They with mean that. total madness. Uh-uh. They get you got hit over the head with it these last two seasons. That Corey's here for his kids, and he's gonna be able to buy a lot of diapers with that million dollars. Like, come on, like no. And then it's going to be no. like about his relationship with Nelson. You know what I mean? Is it, that, that's what we're going to get from Corey. The relationship with Nelson <laughs> and the kids. That's it. That's his story. I mean, sure. But it's like, that's also what the show does is like, it plays on these same storylines consistently. Yeah. And that's but why it's they not need interesting. To this. They need to mix it up. Well, I wouldn't say that's unique just to now. That's happened in many other times as well, where it's been somewhat repetitive storylines. But like also, you're also going to see the storylines build, which hopefully they do that a little bit more this season. Well, Corey um, actually I mean, has to win in order for that to like pay I, off. That's but the you thing. guys have talked about that with Corey. Like, I really didn't think he, like, I don't. He wasn't on TV that much last season compared to the season oh. before. Like, in Total Madness, he was a very, very big character. Like, he he probably had outside of Johnny and Jenny, he had as much screen time as pretty much anybody. Last season, his storyline was pretty much just his partners kept getting eliminated. Like, that's all he Yeah, really, that is really true. Last season, that. it was, uh, if you get partnered with Corey, you go home next so week. He was kind so. of out of the game for a lot of it. I actually think he's turned himself into a pretty decent player. Like, he seems to have a, a decent grasp on the politics of things now. I think he's gotten a lot better competitively as well. I mean, quite frankly, quite frankly, okay, now that I've looked at Double Agents in hindsight, his strategy was perfect. Give me the crappiest girl as my partner because they'll throw her into elimination and then I get to be the rogue agent next week. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't like think that is a strategy. brilliant strategy. I, I think it just kind of happened. This is what happened. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> it's, it was really happening at first, but he... Over it. Now, it, ha- it, ha- it, was, it was happening at first, but there was multiple times where he was convincing his partners to go into elimination. Like, there was the scene with Amber M, remember, where he's telling her, you should, you should really you like, should go in. in there. And yeah. other people in the house have mentioned that that he was doing that. But that was in yeah. that was in the hopes that he would be able to get a better partner, not necessarily that he would get another crappy partner. I mean, we don't necess- we don't know what is exactly. His I mean, quite frankly, were. the way they had that game set up, I want to be the rogue agent every time if I can, because the rogue agent's exempt. It's like, dude, let me be the rogue agent, please. Yeah, he was one of the only people actually had a grasp on that. Like everybody was going to get their chance, so it doesn't matter if I'm not like ready to go in elimination. I'll get my chance eventually, which was and he how did. He <laughs> all right next up nelson thomas give me some yes. let at a five all in on nelson I, there, there's he's the only person that's really involved in the show and in kind of a while actually that like i just start to like laugh and like be happy about what's they like I, it was crazy like last season when they're doing the promo for the scene i see nelson in that like green and black uh a uh, cool runnings like type jacket he was wearing it was fantastic so i'm very very be... much about nelson being on this season I think he's one of one or maybe three 
or one or one or two or three people on this entire returning list that I'll give a four for. He's the only sure file. Negative answer that. Devin is sort of like Simon Cowell. Um, just not as British. You, I mean, this cast sucks. Like, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'll say it once and then I won't say it again. But you'll say it uh, a lot. While you we watch you have the definitely. Show. No, I'm just talking about like today in, okay. this, in this episode. I was about to say, don't make promises you can't keep, Devin. You'll um, say this cast sucks a lot. But you've definitely gotten me to appreciate Nelson more since we started doing this podcast. Like, I, I definitely like was not a big fan of his, um, but he's definitely he's definitely grown grown on me over time. And if he wasn't on this season, that would be like a real problem. Um, yeah, because I think he. Because he always like seems most of the time he seems to hang around a while too, so he's able to kind of yeah him getting eliminated out of last season sucked yeah yeah bad bad juju with that whole fessy thing yeah so I, I want him and fessy will be interesting this season yeah I feel like every male on this cast is going to turn on fessy and they're just going to throw him yeah in that's my thing with big brother I don't see how you let fessy and Casey sit this season. It's a good, I don't it's a good question. I don't know. Um, well, they just have a lot of numbers, right? Because it's it's Fessy. Do they? They really Fessy, don't Casey, this year. Josh. It's Fessy, Casey, Josh. And do you think Amber B is going to work with them no, again? she's not riding with them. She'll have like no. some titular agreement with them, know. but she is not sticking that hard to them. No. Um, and CT will probably stick with her because she helped him, you know, win. So uh, CT yeah. is not sticking with anybody. That's, that's <laughs> okay, fair enough. CT is going to yeah. take care of CT. He might, yeah. he might say he'll take care of you. Who is? <laughs> I didn't lie to you. I broke a promise. <laughs> didn't like it's Nani different. and Anissa have like some like peripheral agreement with Big Brother last season too? Yeah, because they were like in, in connected into the alliance, though. They were connected in with Casey and Cam. That are not Casey and Cam. Like Cam Anissa was partners with Fessy, so she's gonna have some type of agreement with Fessy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw a and lot Nani, of this last season where that Nani didn't and Leroy. Four hours. Leroy I, I, I would be stunned if there's that much loyalty between them because I don't think that's the horse they should ride with. I think they don't want them for around who? in the game. For Casey and Anissa, for uh, Nani and Anissa, I think they probably have other options, and I don't see why you pick them to ride with. I, I think that they could be uh, have a, a problem this season. Yeah, I mean it's possible. I don't know. Like over under halfway point for Fessy. Oof. I think he makes it past halfway. <laughs> I would go over. I'm going under. You think right, he's not going to make it halfway? Uh, under halfway. What point you want You still haven't paid out your bet on the All Star. I said so. you know I did. I sent you money. You didn't see the money. That, you did not get that. I don't think I got it. Did you Venmo it to me? Yeah, just to say yeah. I might be PayPal. It just says yes. How much you want? Hold uh, on, hold on. I'm gonna uh, look what, what, how are we defining halfway point? Uh, cast members, not episodes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll be willing to do that. You want to do 10? Um, I could, I'll start with 15, and we'll, we can work our way up as we learn, like, partners and stuff throughout the season. If you PayPal'd me. No, I'm, I'm talking about dollars. How many, how many I know. I said, yeah, fifteen dollars. Yes. You want about fifteen? Let's do ten. Yeah. I want to do ten. Fine, ten for now. Okay. Everybody should have their dual lock like fan club uh, things running on. By the way, if you're supporting me in this, dude. I don't think there's been any news on that lately, has there? No, we we can't spend our time talking about that. Um, when does yeah. when does training camp start? Real I, quick. The, 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 we're on, we're on OTAs already, so it's soon. Um, so with Fessy too, like. 
Yeah. Who seemed like they were supporting Fessy outside of Josh who interjected himself into every conversation at the reunion? Uh, no one. Like, I mean, that was just the theme of the reunion. Rahab, who did you send that to? Because I have nothing from you in PayPal or Venmo. If you PayPal the wrong person, I'm going to laugh my ass off. We'll look at it later. uh, Okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about Fessy now. So Fessy, I'll say Fessy for, uh, like, I think he's going to be bringing a lot, a lot of the juice to the storyline this season. And without him on this season, uh, I think it would be, He's he's another person that the this the season as a whole would be in a much more rough shape if he if he wasn't cast. So I'm gonna he's go certainly forward. not a very dynamic villain. Like comparing him to like Polly or yeah. Frank or Jordan, like he's just not the same. Doesn't not have the same dynamism. caliber. No, he has he, zero yeah, he at least brings, the problem. Yeah, he at least brings some stories with him, which is good. The show clearly needs. I, if so, like, I, I'm just—is there any way they could round him back into a hero if they wanted to at this point, or no? That ship's safe. no. That ship is gone, deader than a doornail. Done. He is going to be a villain from here it out. It would take. It would like take him, uh, sacrificing himself in elimination towards the end of the season for Nelson. Like that's yeah, what it would that, take. for Nelson. Yeah. Well, I mean, or, remember or last that. season? I mean, last season he put himself into elimination, and like that would usually be like I know it was for. Corey, but the previous season is, that was like give this man you knight him and, and like he is uh, amazing and that season it was like oh whatever like he's just you know he he had some good lo- I, I know that you agreed with this too like his logic on it was pretty good that he like told was that he was going to lose an alliance member either way that elimination I, yeah, I agree regardless of, I agree regardless of what happened he was going to lose one of his alliance members so why not like why shouldn't he might as well like get a skull if one of them's going home it, yeah, his I, logic makes it. sense but it was it gave everybody an excuse to make him public enemy number one yeah like a lot of the time I feel like it's whatever the narrative in the house can get wind of and run with that's kind of what happens whatever serves the most amount of people for the narrative um, yeah, I mean that's also what we're being shown. To be fair, that's true. Because well, I mean, like was on the wrong side of the lot of, politically, really, at all. There's it's a lot of credence to that, though, because there are people that'll be like, "Oh, so and so's Johnny Banana's lapdog," and that, like, you might not see that on camera so well, but like that becomes the narrative of the house because it's like, "Oh, he's in Banana's pocket," and that that's what they run with. It's like it's real easy to start a rumor in a challenge house and it become truth. Like it's not difficult. Yeah, it's it is interesting how that happens. Like I remember, um, after War of the Worlds one, there was a big thing on War of the Worlds two that people didn't align with West because they didn't want to be Huntered. And I'm like, Hunter went into one elimination and made the final, so I think Hunter ended up okay in that. Hunter dynamic. made the final and then he just sucked. <laughs> yeah, he just didn't have a great. I mean, was, look, that was a rough final. So he that was a bad have, final. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, so I don't see why being Hunter would like be like, uh, sign me up for that. If I just got to win one elimination to make the final, that's fine with me. That's fine with me too. I'll do it. <laughs> sign me up, MTV. So th- those narratives do tickle, but I also do think a lot of it is just what they decide to show us. All right. Yeah. Devin Walker, I'll say I give, three. I give him a four, man. He He is the most self-aware cast member on this show. He knows his role and he plays it very well. Yeah, I swear, because I don't think a lot of people probably wouldn't have said that coming into this past season. It is, 
man, like before last season, I feel like every person that I did sort of a preview type show with was like, man, how unlikable is Devin? I'm like, I don't know if he's that. I did the same thing. I was in that camp. I, after final reckoning, I was out on him completely because a lot of different reasons. Let's wait till we talk about final reckoning. God, please hope let that be a long time from now. (sighs) But, um, like he turned me around last season. He was so funny and so entertaining that I was like, all right, I like Devin. I'm good. We're good, man. He'll be fun with Josh and Fessy if they're around for a while. It's kind of, it's kind of unfortunate that, it's kind of unfortunate that Nicole wasn't able to stick around a little bit longer because I think that would have been a really good pairing. We, we kind of yeah. saw that kind of starting um, when Devin was talking about how he literally could not understand what uh, his partner was saying. <laughs> that was good. And then she went home shortly really thereafter. Funny. Um, just him stirring Josh up, man. He could get Josh just fired up over stupid things. Yeah, that's not needed. a unique skill set. <laughs> and that just tra- knew. And that transis- transitions us into Josh. One. Uh, I'm going to say Josh four. One? Uh, Why? He's at least bringing stuff to the table. Yeah, he has like, go away heat with me. If you are a wrestling fan, we call it X-Pac heat. I just, he annoys me so much. That's his whole point, though. I hate him, but it's not a like. I want to see him get beat. I just want to see he's him go away. He's making stuff happen. He's making stuff yeah. happen. He's getting out there. He's mixing it up. You definitely know why the producers have him around because you're like, you know what? We're not going do. on in the house right now. Or somebody like stir up the Josh. Mess with uh, Josh. Wind up the Josh. <laughs> wind up toy. Roll him hey, into Devin, the scene and go, see what happens. Devin, go go annoy Josh and see what happens. We need some footage. <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, and I mean he. He's another person that consistently sticks around um, a decent amount into the game. Like, what's the earliest yeah. he's gone home? War um, of the Worlds 1? War of the Worlds 1. He and Amanda are out episode 7? Episode 8. They're out the... He got um, further than you would have thought, but he, he, still he went home. Yeah. But he still makes it pretty far most seasons. Total Madness, he went home, like, right before the final. And he, he definitely right. seems more well well liked than like Fessy is, for example, in the house. Yeah, he's certainly not as big of a threat as Fessy is. So by leaps and bounds. Um, <laughs> all right, that's all of them. So that's it. We did it. Um, all right, let, now let's we get did to it the already, right? tomatoes. Yeah, I told you this was only uh, going to take forty five minutes, man. There's just not much to say about people you've been watching for three straight seasons. If we tried to stretch that out into two episodes, sweet Jesus, dude. Like, I mean, we, that's we like Battle done. of the Sexes 1 podcast bad. All right. Let, time for the meat and potatoes. Let's talk about uh, All-Stars 2, the changes that have happened since the last time we spoke. So for the men, CJ was removed. Good move. And Kahuta was added, even though Kahuta, uh I'm not that huge of a Kahuta fan. Like, I definitely think he's much better than CJ. I think um, Kahuta's for the, hilarious, so I'm in. And then for the women, uh, Sophia from Road Rules The Quest was added. That's an interesting um, add to me. Yeah. Do you think these alternates just got a, are getting a pass for this season, and hopefully we'll get Casey and uh, Cook back on? Possibly. That'd be cool. I'd be good with that. Yeah. Casey, Casey Cooper was an alternate last season? Yes. Yeah. Dude, how did they not have her on? Because Katie was on? Is that what you think? No, I think same, uh, like... Casey and Kendall are the equivalent. Except Kendall's a better athlete than Ken- no. Casey by a large margin. 
I think they viewed them as equivalent if, with how they. Can. I think really, if I, I really think they did when they. Yeah, but they it, like, like don't care about competitive ability. Let's be. We real. had That's like this is small fact. We had. I care if you look good, but their their personalities are completely different though too. They're nothing alike. We had what was the one that we had uh, last episode that we talked about that Trace and I said that they considered the same thing and you didn't think so. Who was it? It was two guys, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember that far back. The last episode. No, I know what he's discussing because we've talked about how Dunbar and Danny are like the same person, just angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I think it'll be good to see Kahara. Um, mm-hmm. He, the men's side is like a really like interesting group right now. If you look at it, because how many, how many people in total are there on each side? It's 11, 11 men, 11 women. And right now we, have, we don't, we don't know. I, I, I think I they're going to up just, the numbers. I think they're going to up it. Right? it uh, that'd be really I even think they say tentatively, though. I think we're just basing it off the numbers last season. Last season, we thought it was going to be 20 to change the I last know, second. like, around that range. You know what I mean? Like, it, like yeah. I don't, it's not like, I don't think they're going to go to, like, 30. You know what I mean? I think that would be pretty unlikely. I, I don't know. I don't know that they'll go that high. I think 24 is kind of the ceiling, in my opinion. I think that, that to, really? to showcase because, the show well, do, I think 24 is good. Do not, they do not need to try and, like, if I swear to God, if we start getting like 34 people on this season and they start playing Michael Bay music every episode. Half as long. And Half as long. Oh my God, dude. If they ruin this. The charm uh, of All-Stars, there's a lot of charm to All-Stars, but a lot of it was they had 21 out of the 22 cast members that were just 10s. And they were they brought it. They played the game well. They brought personality. They had not missed a beat. When you start getting into the 30s, you're watering it down. Like what Devin said, can, half as long. You will get more can, return. I think that they could have like 30 like good characters on it. But the, at that point, they're just like stretching it out way too long. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think they have like an, un, unless they just wanted to have like a fuckload of people like in the final, which they did last season. Um, I like, mean, they, I do 30, they do 30 and do double limbs from the star instead of singles. I think what it comes down to is that last season, it really could have been a few more episodes long. It could have been 12 episodes because it kind of yeah. really started to like, right. It, it was, I mean, I was going to say it started to pick up like right when the final was happening, but I mean, it was like going good the whole season, but it really would have been interesting to see what would happen if a lot of those people had to like start turning on each other. Uh, yeah. kind of like posted, We were missing one, maybe two episodes there of seeing what Darrell, Mark, Derek would do if they had to start yeah. voting each other in. That we were one or two episodes short. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of interesting. The cast is it for, for the men right now. It's Kahara, Eric Nice, or Eric Nice, Ryan Kehoe, and Tyler Duckworth. Um, that's a weird, I'm, that's a weird yeah, mission yeah. of dudes. Kind of, that's kind of the same for the women too if you look at it i mean it. sophia is the oddball of that group just because like she is definitely an og but i don't ever remember her being like a really dynamic <laughs> character no, I, don't from the, she, she's... I mean on her road rule season i think she was fine but i don't did she do a challenge was she on battle of the sexes one or something yeah she made it to the final in sexes too yeah she i don't even remember her... that yeah, it was her, Arissa, Coral. and, uh, and Coral. Coral. See, I don't even remember her being in the final of a and season. Coral must be looking at her teammates. Like, she's like, what the hell did I do wrong? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
she's don't like uh, she the broad in the 2007 be. finals. Like it's like what the, what in the world happened here? Chaos, chaos <laughs> in that team. Chaos, I tell you. Would you? Re- okay, here's a question for the group. Who would you rather have run that final with if you're Coral, Katie or Sophia? Katie Doyle. Yeah. Sophia. Katie's at least sure. won a final. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think it's like a significant. Julie or Sophia? Oh, I'll take Julie. Julie's like competent physically. Like I don't think she's ever like been known to be like a train wreck. I don't, I don't know, man. Think like, Katie's like that bad. Like people talk about Katie. Like Katie gets brought up like she's like Siobhan. Like Katie's not. That no, bad. she's not Siobhan. She's she can hold her own in a team season, but she's not going to win a one on one. Like it's just not Katie. All right. What about this for a cutthroat, a, a cutthroat style uh, All Stars team? Rob Nelson, Hunter, Laurel, and Julie. As what? Just the team? That's the cutthroat team. Those four. Are you saying like the battle of the seasons team? Then those four? No, just like they're th- those. That's like if you do cutthroat and you like do like a bunch of teams of like four people. And that's one of the teams. Well, that would be four. like Battle of the Seasons then. Cut those three big Yeah, teams. it's but basically Battle on, of the Seasons. They're not on the same season, though. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. matter. I know like, that, I the format it's the same though. style of game, same format. Uh, but I mean, it's it, it, not. But yeah, so it would be fun. I don't, I don't see how that really comes together, but yeah, it'd be fun, obviously. You just draw the names oh, out of a hat for the team. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fair. What, what do you want to like? If watching Laurel Hunter and Nelson deal with Katie would be like, what do you? What do they do? Like, are they just all? Is it like the ruin strategy where the three of them just carry Katie, her for half? The I event? said Julie. Oh, for, oh, Julie. Julie. Oh, okay. You know what? Julie. I just yeah. realized this. Like, All Stars gives them the perfect ability to do a format people have advocated for a while, like grab three of the dynamic characters and make them cat uh, the captains and have them draft their team for the, for the game. Like, yeah, I was, I was so, talking about that too, for a you while. Were talk- I mean, that, that would be all stars gives them that ability. The main show, it's not going to work anymore. The, the, the cast is just too, it's just I, too, thought, I, I think the format of a team season, is just so hard to do on the main show. I think it's just because of all, yeah. Well, Cutthroat worked really well. Like I thought, Cutthroat was that, an that was a different era season. of the show, though, and how people played. Like you wouldn't see like the great the team, for we... example, is like rotating through who's going to elimination. That's not happening today. Well, yeah, well, Cutthroat they didn't do that either. Um, uh, I, I still don't believe. I still can't believe they never brought Cutthroat back. Like in terms of like the way it executed, like it was just such a great format. Like it was borderline perfect, especially. Especially with the, the voting, too, because they tried to do the secret voting in double agents, but they screwed it up by letting the double agents see who that who actually voted for it. And that defeats like yeah. the entire purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anything else we want to talk about before we jump off? I think we no, could no. be coming back tomorrow, so we good. Okay. Yeah, so housekeeping for what's going to happen next week. Uh, we're doing a kind of like a, a Jeopardy style trivia tomorrow that we're going to record with uh, Greg, who's one of our, uh, one of our patrons and who, who volunteered to do this. He, it seems like him, Paul, uh, and I think one other person uh, put quite a bit of effort into this. Um, and it sounds like they, they have like some, he has like some software that can like execute this too. So 
I feel like they're going to gonna stump us and we're all going to look really stupid. I no, just see, I think what's going to happen is that my my system's going to crash in the middle of it. And then <laughs> I'm going to have been in the lead and then I'll have, have forfeited it by the, the, the end of the show. No, I, I think mean, they're going gonna... to go... They're going to go obscure. Like, I feel like I need to study, but I don't even know what to study. <laughs> At this point, there's there's no point in studying. At this point. You know what I mean? Like, you if, you, know if you don't, you know, don't by know. now. It's, it's just the three of us, though. Like, I think we're going to get right. terrible. Like, I think, we're I think gonna it's going to be bad. Like, I think the winner might get, like, one question or something like that. <laughs> Especially based off of the... Qu- qu- because Greg is... Uh, how intuitive is this system? Similar. Uh, we're about to find out. We're about um, to find out, man. I'm more. You know what it is? Like, does he have it? Is it like a, some, it's like a software that he purchased? It's the or... same people that built the voting systems for the 2020 election. It's just going to be a fucking train wreck. <laughs> I'm just oh, I, yeah, that's not going to be great. So that's going to happen tomorrow. We'll probably release it tomorrow night, depending on when it gets finished and how much editing we need to do. And then later in the week, I think we we're going to plan to do our first episode on um best episodes of all time um right isn't that what we were gonna do yeah how should you you... know i think we were gonna do we were gonna do uh either best episode of all time the first first episode of that or we were gonna do people that we wish would have been on the challenge more i almost say that we do i don't know should we do it I, I prefer best be episode. I feel like that's something we haven't we've talked about and haven't gone through. Whereas the other one we talk about and go through just naturally. Okay. So what what episode do you want to do first? Gauntlet so two, I, I baby. We gotta go. Two, the gauntlet uh, two should probably be where we start. We gotta no, start at the gauntlet two. Why? All right. All right. That's fine. Like, well, what was your opinion? That, like, I was kind of thinking that we do one that like we don't like talk about all the time. You know what I mean? Like. We're, because, like, you know what I mean? That's like we're starting. Well, it is off, it better to do ones we've the, covered or not covered? We can do ones that we haven't covered because we're watching it. Like, I'm going to watch the episode. We're going to watch it. Uh, I guess I know. I just, gonna... hypothetically speaking, I, I didn't know if you had an opinion either way. We could always put this to no, a vote as well. I don't see the thing with the Gauntlet, Gauntlet 2 is that it's like we would be watching like the best one, like, right off. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, we would have to, like, it, because like you we're want to do Benedict Laurel from War of the Worlds too, then? No, dude. Like, see, that's the thing. Like, all, all, like, I want. Well, if we're talking about like, the best of all we want to start with the ones that suck. Yeah, do you I want, guess okay, you're right. Okay, right. fine. Let's go rewatch. Let's go back to Total Madness, Devin. Let's rewatch the Fast and Furious episode again. You want to do that? No, let's watch Colin too. Let's just do Colin too, because like, who, who knows how many episodes this is going to last? Like, who, yeah. who knows how many we're going to do? Here? Because like, how many, how many episodes do you think are conceivably in the running for this? You know what I mean? Like, like, what's the population? I think there's, I think like, there's like, more than you think. I think there's definitely plenty that we can go through, and like, we well, all have different opinions for our stuff, anyways. That, that's what I'm saying, though. If there's like 20 of these, like, I don't, I don't think we should do like Gauntlet. I think we should save Gauntlet two for a while. You know, so well, we no, have. It's like, not that it's not that we don't like. There's not a lot of options for what could be the best episode. Obviously, there's a ton of options for what could be the best episode, but uh, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know how long. We're going to sustainably be able to be able to do this series once we start doing season recaps and once we start, uh, especially if we have all stars followed by a new champs versus yeah. type show that follows it. It might be a while before we, we get have back a space to this. now where we can start doing these. We don't quite know when that's going to come up again, so I think we all start right. from the top and so we start do... from the perceived top as well. We don't know how we're going to feel about these other episodes. All right, so we'll do because we can. I guess more so than like giving like a number grade on these, we should just focus on doing it as like a ranking, right? 
Yeah, I think we just have like the three of us each have like a universal list, and then we could even have like a public list that we could have people vote on as well. And then we just keep reordering them as we go along. All right, let's do let's do we can do Gauntlet two, and I guess we should tell everyone right now which episode it is, so in case they want to watch it before it comes out. Um, Do you know what it is off the top of your head? Thursday, sometime next week. Yeah, Thursday ish. Because after that, we get into vacation time, so let's avoid that. <laughs> so it is, it's the team strength challenge, right? So yeah, it's, it's episode, episode eight. eight. Call it Gauntlet two. two, episode eight. And then after that, after that. The title is Rookie started. Boobies, by the way, if anybody's like looking on like a, a different medium and can't find it. After the, And so after that, do we do Benedict Laurel? I think it, yeah, I think that's cool too, because then we kind of like oscillate between like older challenges. Yeah, we're going challenge. old school to newer, new and school, then we can then figure we can out some place kind of in the middle. We'll do like Riot Act from Cutthroat after that, and then we can rock it back up to like I don't know, like you Jordan putting himself good? in on free agents. Riot Act's pretty good. I'd be down for Riot that. Act's pretty that good. Was a good one, and I've, I haven't seen that one forever. Um, I purposely avoided Cutthroat in my rewatch because I knew the ruins and Cutthroat were coming, so I kind of avoided it for that reason. So. Because the right. ruins is starting soon. Who's so going to be the determiner right. for this? Is I have the best memory of these things? Can I be in charge? In charge of what? What episodes we do? I mean, I don't like. I think this is going to be a week by week thing. Like, Fine. Yeah, I, I figured it out. <laughs> so, Jeopardy tomorrow, and then best episode series starts on Thursday. Um, we'll probably do the best episode one as a patron only. Um, just because the the public one is going to be the Jeopardy one tomorrow, because I, Greg wants to share it with some uh, the Facebook group which he managed, which I, I think is uh, is very Pretty good. Cool. Um, so thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.